Okay, I've gone to the toilet, I've got wine. What else does anyone else want? You're literally First talking over the intro. Man camera TV. And a lot of frontline workers are taking hydroxychloroquine, the disinfectant. They've knocked it out in a minute. We have more cases than anybody in the world. But why? Because we do more testing. When you test, you have a case. A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. It is what it is. First of all, is the answer yes? The answer is absolutely yes, <laughs> Joe, and I'm ready to work. Biden is up by eight over President Trump, 51 to 43 percent. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, it is what it is. The best is yet to come. Well, good day, listener. I have also been to the toilet and got myself a, a cup of tea. So welcome. You hear it. <laughs> welcome. It's called opener of the season. <laughs> Welcome to G'day Patriots, Australia's most professional podcast on <laughs> American politics. I, I didn't know we would be going there straight away. Thank, thank you, CJ Josh. We can we can do that again if you want, but but no, I know I'm just I'm really no. embarrassed. I'm really embarrassed because I couldn't hear it, and I was just like I thought, you know, be the responsible adult, make sure everybody's comfortable. I am. This Thank is already you. my favorite. Would you like me to talk ever? about my HRT patches again? <laughs> so, yes. so yes. listener, welcome to G'day Patriots. If this is your first time, then welcome. If it's if it's not, then stay welcome. Uh, I'm Will Grant. <laughs> I, I'm I'm James Cahill. While CJ is cracking up. Oh God, I'm CJ Josh. I think. Look, I'm not sure about anything anymore. It's all the world's just. Suddenly my diet, I was at a happy place and now the world shifted and I don't know where I am anymore. Oh, great. Now Craig's going to go to the loop. <laughs> I need to sc- I'm a ruddle and I piddle myself on air because I just wanted to take the, the attention away from poor Siege. Thank you. Thank you, Rod, for being the gentleman there and taking the attention you, away from Siege. Siege was just looking after our needs. Just looking after our needs. And look, listener, as I said, this is Australia's most professional podcast on American politics. And look, you know, maybe the wheels have fallen off. Like a little bit like American <laughs> politics, the wheels have fallen off. And we're, we're winding down towards the end of 2020. But uh, this is what you get. This is what you get. So you get for your money. <laughs> indeed, indeed. You get what you paid for. Um, all right. So how are you all? <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, Fine, I'm quite you, comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great because William and I have just done an impromptu accidental early recording of The Wholesome Show, just mentioning another podcast. Mm-hmm. And so we're fully lubed and ready to rock. Double podcast. Yeah. Boom, so, so but ha- did you do two episodes of The Wholesome Show already today? No. Just, just one. The one. No. So this is only your second podcast for the day. One was enough. Oh, my uh, God. Look at quality. these Quality. About what about you, James? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. I have been on no podcast today. Oh, but well, I, now you're but on I'm... one. <laughs> Lazy. Lazy. <laughs> All right, you lot. All right. Let's 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 talk about some things that what have been going on. So since we last left you, uh, what has happened? Rudy Giuliani, uh, he did something in court that is not about a disease, but he did something in court that is worth observing. Did anyone notice what Rudy did? Oh, I can I can't, is it? Did he really do that? I thought it was just a joke. No, no, no. It, it was, it was, it was clearly him. And it can be yeah. both. It can be really done and a joke. It's true. <laughs> but he did the thing that would mortify most people to be caught in a in a serious moment farting on on uh, on a microphone, and I think we should just uh, I don't know recognize that. There you go, no, Rudy. You get over it. Like the first couple of times, it's weird, but after that, you're like, oh well. <laughs> Probably the most human thing Rudy has done in, uh, uh, during the Trump era. No doubt. Absolutely true. Uh, um, but, as well as getting COVID. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Because the woman that was sitting next to him while he farted has now got COVID as well. And so a lot of the questions are, did did she get COVID via the Rudy fart? Okay. <laughs> oh is God. that a new vector? I don't think it is. I, 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 don't I wouldn't have to be wear, surprised with So you got to wear a mask on your face droplets. and a mask on your donut. Yeah, you got to you got to wear bum masks. I, I, I actually don't think you need to worry about. Uh, Some of us call those pants, but you know I don't want to get picky. No way, man. They're bum masks now. So the woman that was sitting next to him at the time was it crazy lady who introduced our last episode? No, it yeah. wasn't. It was a different. Well, actually, the person that introduced our last episode was a takeoff of Crazy Lady. Uh, and oh, that's it, right. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. either of those people. But then Melissa right. Caroni. Melissa Caroni. 
it was Je- well, actually it was Jenna Ellis who yes. was the, the third member of the elite strike force team. If you remember uh, that was introduced a few weeks ago when it was uh, remember the press conference with Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis and Rudy Giuliani, the one where the, he had the, the dye running the down, dye running down his temples. Does anyone remember anything about that actual <laughs> press conference though, apart from the dye running down his and, and they call themselves the elite strike force. They actually, <laughs> that was self reference. You actually like, you cannot, you can't call yourself no. the elite strike force. It's just, it's no. unacceptable. No, you're even even acknowledging someone you else it's... calling you that is a little off color. Calling yourself that, totally unacceptable. <laughs> it's like Particularly when you're yourself... neither striking nor a force. I mean, when you're standing behind a microphone, you're 112 years old, and you fart audibly in public events, <laughs> yes. that's, and... you know, credibility <laughs> points pretty low. Can't get your hair dyed to stay and uh, where it belongs. And that, and then it was only a few days later that Sidney Powell was asked with the, the, the other two members that Jenna and Rudy said, she is not part of the elite strike force team. Did she, did she get kicked she off is, the team or is she just she, never really on it? Well, she, no, she was kicked. No, Trump welcomed her. They said that she's awesome. It's going to be amazing. They all said, this is great. They all did tweets and stuff together. And then she kind of went off a little bit on her own and did some Newsmax and OAN interviews where she started crafting really elaborate conspiracy theories. It, it, she just got a little too big, a little too crazy. She brought in uh, Hugo Chavez of Venezuela, who's been dead for seven years, uh-huh. and yeah. brought, in, <laughs> brought in the Chinese government. All oh, that she just brought in so much stuff that they then, then, then Rudy and Jenna, uh, uh, pre-fart and pre-COVID, uh, had to <laughs> had had to release saying, Miss um, um, uh, Powell uh, does not represent the the Trump campaign nor the president personally. She is working on her own. Okay, oh, so this is, this is the um, new biography for Rudy. This is how his life will be: pre-fart and post-fart. Rudy. This is how he's going to be known from now on. Uh, and and Miss pa- Miss Powell has she she's the one that I, I I think it was Jen Ellis who said, oh, now that Powell joined us, that was that the whole release the Kraken mean is is around around uh, Miss Powell. And so she's been having these Kraken uh, um, uh, cases that she's brought in all the states. They've all been shot down as well as all the original ones that were. Uh, I think I think we're not on. I think we're up to like 55 uh, in court losses now um, at the, to, to the point that today it got so bad. Uh, one, one of Powell's last ones got dismissed in Wisconsin. And the judge dismissed it with such prejudice, went through a whole list of activities and that probably could get uh, Sidney Powell disbarred, I believe. She said she, she referenced a case that was, she referenced a case that said it was from the Seventh Circuit, where the in Wisconsin is. It wasn't. Um, she referenced, she quoted an opinion written by a judge, not in the Seventh Circuit, but happens to have been a former colleague of the judge she was standing in front of. And she says, I know that case and I know that you actually just made that quote up from that case. It actually says oh. this in, in the thing. So she's making up quotes. So she did that. John F. Kennedy was a friend of mine. You are no John F. Kennedy. Yeah, right. <laughs> she pulled uh, that in, one on it. Re- right, correct. In report, I mean, it, this thing is just dripping with just just waiting just for someone. To, you know, this is the thing. I, I really, um, sanctions need to be brought against. You know, there's got to be some kind of price for these lawyers who brought up all these ridiculous cases. And mm-hmm. um one you would hope look the hope disbarment would be something that they're going to going to look at afterward we we want you want in in the future you want people to go man there is a downside to playing this out playing out all these frivolous cases and wasting all this time and doing this stuff you need you need people to know there's a price to be paid for this there will be a price to pay surely surely the sensible people know that Mm, i hope Uh so there is a vexatious case isn't there like you can't bring a vexatious case it's something, yeah. Again, I mean, each state would have its own different thing, wasting the court's time, uh, you know, and doing it. That's why I think, I think, look, finding a legal sanction is really tough. You really got to find that you were purposely, but, but the right to practice law is you, there, there's, it's a much higher standard than, than innocence or guilt. You, you know, you, and I, I would hope that the, that, that the professional bodies would look at this. I'd like to see at a minimum some ruined careers at the end of nice, this. Nice, nice. I would like Wouldn't to see we all? But the other thing is, too, that Trump thinks that any case that he wants to have brought into a court should be brought into a court because he should have, because he's the president, he should mm. have standing in any mm. case that goes anywhere. He actually yeah. doesn't understand the system at all. No, not even, we, not we, even we from never, watching not LA Law or something. made that comment about him ever. This is a first. At the end of his presidency, we suddenly... <laughs> Finally, we've realised. He doesn't understand. Five-dimensional chess all the way along, except for now. Oh, no, he's an idiot. 
Um, yeah. so, so what's a dimension and what's chess? Well, speaking of standing, so what? what so Pennsylvania, uh, there was a Pennsylvania case in the Supreme Court and that was knocked back. Uh, in less than 30 minutes. Less than 30 minutes. Nice. Yes. And not only knocked back, knocked back by his own people. Yeah, exactly. So Quite a conservative speak. court now. But, uh, but okay, what's Texas doing? What's te- Texas is... Well, yeah, can I, can I just say very quick briefly on that? You're right, that Princeton one, I love the, 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 the It was so quick, it was literally a one-sentence denial. Not, I'm, like, I'm not, I don't even owe you an explanation as to why I'm denying this. Your, your approach to our court is just being denied. Is that, that, d- I mean, does the Supreme Court have a stamp? Is that the denied stamp? It denied. <laughs> it should. And, and that no, meant, it says well, fuck off in Latin. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, also, it also means that there is no dissent because people could dissent from that. I mean, it, um, so that was, and that was, a, that, look, that, look mo- all these cases are long shots. Trump and his campaign, they've been trying to get to the Supreme Court, but they're getting back, knocked back so strongly at the district and the appeals court level that they can't even get grounds for appeal to get up there because all their cases are being knocked back on, on face value as being frivolous, not relevant, um, sometimes moot in that terms of times uh, has passed. Sometimes they say, you seek redress that this court cannot provide. Um, you seek redress to events that have already happened. Uh, just the most basic things that they can't get past. And so the, even the Pennsylvania one was just a, a Pennsylvania congressman saying, I feel that I've been um, denied something or other, like it, my vote's been diluted, so I therefore I, I appeal to the Supreme Court. And it was it was about the completely. change to the mail-in ballot um, laws, but the mail-in ballot laws were changed like nine months ago or something like that. That's correct. And, 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 and the time that he didn't he should have said something back then. after after the election. So that's yeah. correct. Uh, the, the, that's exactly right. And so then now that so now, so then the Texas Attorney General uh, Ken Paxton. Um, who we're going we're gonna to have a whole discussion about him and his background, but he brought forth a case saying that I, as the, sec- as the Attorney General of Texas, am bringing case against the four swing states that... that um, against other would, states? Can they do that? Absolutely not. He has no ground. He literally <laughs> is saying that by them violating the... the they, by, I don't like the way they ran their election, and therefore I'm asking for redress nice. from the Supreme Court, which is... A little bit odd to say, look, it's really none of your business, Texas. I mean, to be perfectly frank, if Wisconsin or Pennsylvania or Georgia, if they wanted to pick the president by cutting for high card between the two Mm. candidates, they can make it. The the states are allowed to make up however they want to do it. Now, all 50 states have agreed to hold an election on the uh, the first Tuesday after the first Monday uh, or uh, in, in November. And that's they've all agreed the same standard. You can't change that after the fact. And the fact that you don't like how they ran their election is, well, that's just tough shit, Texas. None of your business. How do you how would you feel if California sued you and said, yeah, we don't like the way you suppress the vote of, of people of maybe color and we'd like nice you to opening. change your laws? Maybe this is a nice opening where states start commenting on each other and maybe say, don't <laughs> not states right so much, but you know. All right. So so there's that. So that and the uh, the Supreme Court has asked for the four states that have been complaining. He's, they have until uh, tomorrow, American time, like afternoon to say, oh, you, uh, tell us what you think, which is just a formality they're going to do. I suspect they'll dismiss it fairly quickly out of hand. But it's worth noting that 16 other attorney generals, all Republicans, all from red states, have when not people are saying they've joined the case. They've actually not joined the case. They've merely filed a friend of the court a brief, an amicus brief, which says we support this case, which is different than saying we wish to be a member of the case. But nonetheless, 17 attorney generals who Trump is all invited to lunch at the White House tomorrow. They'll all get COVID. Of course he is. They're all going to get COVID anyway. They'll get rid of them. He's going to rub Rudy The over under on 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 how many are going to get COVID is is three. I think right now is what the the bookies have. They're going to eat some giant hot dog. It's all going to be one giant Subway sandwich together. They're all chewing (laughs) on it. And and then when we get to the end, they realize Rudy's face is right there. Rudy's farted on it. I mean, this is just (laughs) a pump. Basically, you're asking, they're asking for a redress of the Supreme Court to, to invalidate the votes of four other states just because they they didn't like the way they voted. That's but really this is people idea. going to the Olympics saying, I'm going to compete in the marathon. They win the first 100 metres and go, oh, I meant the 100 metres. And if yeah. that doesn't work, they go, oh, actually, I can chuck this. I, I meant shot put. Mm. Like, <laughs> uh, after they <laughs> fucked it, they're like, oh, I, uh, I meant different sport. It's just, yeah. I, I can't believe grown people do this in public and don't feel like fuckwits like absolute fuckwits yeah Where, again you're not you know you never thought of like shame as being an important part of our public discourse but it's in a fact, huge part 
It is. In fact, the people, most important. It used the to be most people, important. People used to care about their public reputation, which is anymore. I shouldn't publicly state things that are Googleably false. Right? That I shouldn't uh, fart in court. Shouldn't fart in court. Right? Exactly. Uh, and it, this used to matter something, and, and it, I, it never would have occurred to me, uh, you know, five years ago or all my life before this, the Trump era, that that shamelessness would be a political weapon and a useful political tool. The idea that you can just look right into the camera and just lie repeatedly and, and, and to do it with a straight face is now that's, that's now that used to be a political liability. If yeah. You now it's, it's like the main criteria to, in, at least for certain, at least for you know certain elements of our political discourse and control of certain wings of our, and it, this is just seriously, seriously dangerous stuff. And, and even though it's, we're, you know, we're laughing, I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to work. Uh, it, you know, luckily, fortunately Trump's incompetence exceeds his malevolence once again. Um, but man, even, you know, he, just the fact that you had it, Rod was saying, like the fact that adults, you know, with, with uh, university degrees and law degrees and in positions of power are playing along with this, this foolish man child who refuses to recognize that he lost, refuses to consider that more people didn't want him to be president than did. And all of them, they're all pretending with these ridiculous uh, legal theories and statistical theories and all the things that, that none of that, nothing that the thing that we saw with our own eyes and all experienced didn't happen. This is, this is an intention. Gaslighting. Yeah. And what, what, what will happen? This is why I mean, I mean, I want some careers ruined. I want some reputations destroyed. I want, I really, there has to be some consequences so that we don't, Repeat this. If someone doesn't say, you know what, I'm going to have do, you that, I'll do it. Have you written a letter to the New York Times to make it? <laughs> That's where like it'll someone's happen. gonna say, I'll do it. I'll Literally. do it. Someone, someone's gonna, you know, say, I'll do it without the hair dye, and I'll do it without the farting, uh-huh. and I'll do it without the COVID, and I'll do it, and I'll, and I'll do it, and I'll do it. I'll, I'll go back to the subtle uh, dog whistle racism that we, that we, that the Republicans have been practicing for the last sixty years. Instead well, of being, saying restore dignity. Well, <laughs> the subtle but, dog, dig, dog yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and someone, yeah, yeah. you know, someone who comes along and does it a little better is a huge. That's a huge threat. It I, worked I, for Reagan. Yeah, it worked for Reagan hey, for so, a so long time. One of you were telling me about an article in the Washington Post where they brought together a bunch of coup experts. Oh yeah, not not good at coups, but good at studying coups. Um, yeah. And and what what rating have they given this a coup attempt? It's hilarious. I, I, I happened on this this afternoon and they said basically got international scholars and historians who look at, what's the plural of coup? Coops? Coops. Coups d'etat. Coups d'etat. Yeah, it's like, like Coles de Sac. Yeah, it's coups d'etat. Uh, yeah, it's exactly Coles de Sac. Seizures of the that. state. So they, they were saying basically, um, he, he's, what's my favourite quote here? He, where did I go? He's not even, he's just got none of the elements necessary for a coup. He cannot succeed in launching a coup because he lacks any of the necessary components to give it even a remote ch- chance of success. The international community isn't on his side, nor are the, the ma- nation's main media organs, nor are the armed forces. So those are three drawbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's got like an army of he's got a militia of idiots. So not that. Yeah, bad. that's not one of the things though. According to history, that's not a critical criterion. But you know, history can all it's written by the monsters, the idiots. Yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of comments are saying basically he's not paying, he's not doing a coup he's doing a slow con or a slow motion con yeah slow con is too it's giving him too much credit. Others are saying uh, a coup is a power claim made illegitimately but often not always with the use of force sometimes illegally but sometimes within the bounds of a constitution that's a coup. A con is a mushy term. It can be a criminal act or simply an unethical one perhaps just wily and manipulative. A con, in other words, is an illegitimate act of persuasion. A coup always begins as a con. So if the con mm-hmm. is successful, if the power claim is persuasive, mm-hmm. then there's a coup. So I think this particular historian is being quite nice about it. So okay. he's begun with a con. And it's if, if he succeeds, then maybe it's a coup. So bottom line is many people basically saying this tragic, hopeless dipshit can't even get that right. So don't glorify his claims with even calling him a coup because he can't even get that right. Or he's mixing it up and trying a new method. Well, he's an innovator. He's an innovator. And some people say the best. People say the best innovator. I'm not saying I'm saying it. Some people. Hmm. Can I, can I that's make fabulous. A, Too stupid James, to do tell, us, tell us about the language around the coup. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. The language, so 
of course, a coup d'etat, a, a French term, and it, uh, and then, and, and technically, when you're in pod, see, I, the things I, I can't, I it wish I had bucket of worms. Of the new, it's weird. The new, I don't know why. What's that, Will? I'm just saying. <laughs> Keep going, James. Don't worry. All right. Sorry. I wish I had. I wish I had written down back starting in uh, July 2015 when he came down that freaking escalator. The things, the new things I had to learn <laughs> due due to the nonsense of of, of the, the Trump campaign, the Trump administration, and everything. And and this, I'm going to add on to these new words. So. If you uh, illegally uh, holding on to power when you already have it and you, let's say, refuse to uh, concede in the case of an election would be a self-coup, which I don't think that seems a little odd as in like taking over or an auto coup. Right. So you because you, you already have power, you're doing it. And then this for that phrase, though, doesn't hasn't really caught on. It's actually we switch. We need to we switch the Spanish to. Autogupe, which is just uh, self-coup yeah, it's, it's just an autogupe, not a real yeah, right. coup. Autogupe, <laughs> man. And, and, and the, the reason we switch to Spanish is that the most examples of these come from Latin America. And as I think we've mentioned on this, on, I've mentioned on this podcast before, most Latin American countries adopted the American presidential system. So as they achieved uh, their independence from, uh, well, mostly from Spain, a little from uh, Portugal, even mm. a couple from uh, the Dutch, they mostly adopted a presidential systems, which, which are inherently less stable than parliamentary systems because you have two potentially competing bodies of power. A legislature claimed legitimate power. We've been elected, the majority members were here, but the president also says, hey, hang on a second, I was directly elected as well. And that instability causes, can cause uh, coups or auto coups because, or auto coups, because the chief executive controls uh, the, the internal security forces and the armed forces, as, Ro, as Dr. Rod mentioned, that's one of the keys. So the fact that you might have won with, say, 51% of the vote or 46% of the vote in an even worse case, but you control 100% of all these security uh, things. And so it's fairly easy to strap on the bandoleros and go to, down to the, to, to the local TV and radio station and say, I am canceling parla- parliament and I am uh, the strong man is now in charge. But here's the thing. To... I mean, in the American system, the, the president is formally the, um, the commander in chief of the army. So, yes. you know, does control right. the army in that sense. But here's what I've learned. Yeah. Is the, the, the armed forces, they swear allegiance to the constitution, not yeah. to the president. Oh, I have yes. learned that from James over yes. 270. 5,000 episodes that we've done of this podcast. What I just learned from James was you basically a coup is you strap something on and you say, That's all I heard too. Yeah. You go cool yourself. It's when Michael Hutchinson's put the belt around his. No. Why do you always go back to that? You. (laughs) Because because that. Because it ruins ruins the 1980s. It ruins the 1980s for you. I just. Oh, God. Seriously, I got this. This is exactly the conversation I wanted to start. This is exactly where I wanted to go. You have no idea. This is what. Seriously, I got to his house this afternoon. He took a long time to open the door. And when he got there, he was gasping for breath and there was a red mark around his head. And he was hanging off the Coincidence? And I was like, just getting ready for the podcast. Podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, it's. Uh, I, I get that Michael Hutchinson's couldn't find anyone else that was sexy enough. So, well, that would be true. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, that would be it's true. fair enough. So yeah. he's he's a failed coup person. That's it it look- seems to be he's he's even a shit cooist. Yeah, but he, but he does he does seem to be. He does seem to be backing his way into the into the moment where it is looking like he's not packing up his stuff. Uh, so it does look like there might be somewhat of a forced eviction, which would be so cool. I will need a week off and a lie down. Like seriously, I'm going to replay the no, moment me if, too. He gets, if he gets handcuffed and dragged out or drugged <laughs> and gurneyed out. I'm going I'll to watch what, that on a Rod. week for 48 hours straight. Yeah, we're just going to sit. I'm going to record it and we're just going to watch it on yeah. repeat. What have you been doing? Just watching the video. Yep. I yep. just got something. Oh my god! What? What do they use? Like one of those, like those, like wild life nets? They shoot at a wild animal, oh, yeah. like and like, it wraps them up, and then they just drag them out in the net. Tranquilizer. Oh, no, no. Dark. Then they put you know the thing where they got the the long stick with the noose on the end that you capture dogs with, so you can keep them at arm's length, and you well, can snakes. keep the noose tighter or, or looser. See, here I'm imagining <laughs> Eric or or Don Junior fighting over each other to try and take a bullet for Daddy, but Daddy not wanting that either. So. <laughs> 
Eric, Eric won today. He tweeted, what is it? How, what is it? Retweet if you love this president. Oh, my God. Eric Eric was, that was his doing tweet. that much it, sucking up today. I was going to say, there's no sad. point in using a tranquilizer dart on Don Jr. because, like, it's not going to have any effect. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger dart. We're going to need a bigger dart. I did, I did like oh. the other day. The other day, Rod sent a tweet to um, to CJ and I, and and the text came through. My daddy is a giant, and it was nothing to do with Trump at all. It was a, it was a picture of a, a kid's picture book where the word giant had accidentally turned into the C bomb word, and it was it was funny. But uh, I was really hoping that it this was, was Eric Trump saying to really saying, "My daddy's a giant is best." <laughs> Look, close My- enough. Retweet if you really love the president. Is is literally it's, it's daddy? So close. Do you it's love so me close. yet? It's just <laughs> and and you know what? They're going to compete. They're going to compete. Who gets who gets yep. the tweet showing how much you love daddy? <laughs> and you know who wins? Ivanka walks in in lingerie and she and wins. Bam! Drops the microphone. <laughs> That's it. Daddy I'm loves you to- the best. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like a great like twist ending to this thing. And how about what if what if it turns out Eric is like the Kaiser Soze? Of no, he's not. Oh, no, oh there, there is no fantastic. scenario where he's playing eight level chess. Now. No, it's not possible. It's not possible. <laughs> that's just, what he wants you to think. And exactly, that's a whole part of his cover. Oh, is he appears to be just to be just such a nitwit, and he's behind the whole. It's so impossible. It has to be true. It's that's probably how it true. Works. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard something interesting today, and I'll just give a shout out to our listener Fiona, who who told me to listen to this podcast ages ago, but I didn't realize it was on a paywall thingy. Anyway, I've done the paywall thingy, and I was listening to an interview with Mary Trump, who remember who wrote who mm-hmm. is Donald Trump's niece, who wrote the book and she started off writing the book and a clinical psychologist PhD. yes and Mm, yeah yeah yeah. smart person and Mm. when she talks about the pathology of her uncle she's like citing cases you know it's got footnotes it's got the whole shebang so anyway she goes in and she started writing the book because she wanted to write something about her father who she thought was very hard done by with the family because Mm. fred who is uh trump's father and what is his second name his real second name rod christ christ fred christ i had to fred remind christ. myself so this was fred christ jr the airline was pilot her father. Who, do, uh, who donald's older brother yeah. yes yes, yes. Who, who so when he died him. basically the donald trump branch of the family um excluded all the, the cousins and everybody else like they so they contested the will and, and all these things went on oh, had can to you imagine that? sign non-disclosure agreements and all these sorts of things and they went on but she did make very interesting uh comments about fred christ senior in that he was one of these freakish people that you hear about that only needs four hours um sleep a night oh it's bullshit right? it's and, always and bullshit. i have to say having well i've i've worked with a a few politicians and they seem to do it. I don't know how they go in the longer term. Anyway, yeah. this so mm. it was also what is rewarded in the Trump family as they when they were children and this sort of thing. So like if Donald needed more sleep, he was not allowed to have the more sleep. And she's like, this guy has not had a whole night's uh, sleep ever in his life. Are you He's serious? Like not got brain developed. Um, you, you know, like there's wow. all of this sort of stuff, which was which was also really interesting. And the other side of it, though, that I was thinking about was, well, maybe he is another one, which which is he maybe he's one that only does need four hours sleep a night, but he's just stupid. It's just that we only hear about the four hours sleep a night <laughs> people who are brilliant, right. and um, so he got yeah. the worst combination that you can possibly it's, it's, get. But just on that sleep thing, it's like Churchill. He always claimed, I only have like a minute's sleep every night because I'm fighting the Nazis every night. And then he'd go. He was smashed. And yeah, he was smashed. But he'd also have like three two hour long naps during the day. Like, and he'd probably get into his pajamas like like 10 o'clock in the morning. Back in his pajamas. Work day. (laughs) (laughs) He'd he'd have like a brandy and a cigar at 10 o'clock in the morning and have a big old nap. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you already ha- like he would have had what? How many whiskeys by then? And oh, many. 
yeah. many, many whiskeys and things by the hey, look. Oh, I think you, I think you did, I think drink champagne in the morning, please. I think there is actually if, if you ever he's find a classy it, man. if you look but at Hunter S. Thompson's di- diary, like a day uh, Hunter S. Thompson's day, which I don't know how much is hyperbole oh. or it's, it's what he claimed to be a normal day. I would I, believe I th- it. But I do think Winston Churchill's day and Hunter S. Thompson's day were not too far apart in terms of the, <laughs> the weird use of time and the the strong use of drinking. Churchill, less, less uh, cocaine. Yeah, less probably, cocaine, probably. yeah. And, Times and, were a little and, bit different then. And but, driving Cadillacs yeah. across um, the desert. But you, you know Churchill it, would have done, though. Yeah, it's only just lack of opportunity. That's all that is. It's a really good if – you, if you are interested in, in, in seeing Hunter S. Thompson um, just like in his normal kind of day, there's a good doco on Netflix at the moment about Rolling Stone and uh, it's got – it doesn't actually feature um, PJ O'Rourke as much as I would have appreciated, but it does go it, – uh, it, it's got – does a – a big section on Hunter S. Thompson, particularly because of his following of the Nixon campaign. Yeah, oh, and that's how an awesome much book. He, if you're in loving um, on the campaign trail, read that. It's such a good book. It's such a good book. Yeah, exactly. And it it was just talking about how. Uh, so the doctor was talking about how that people always associate Rolling Stone with being about music, but it was much more about the culture. Mm. You know, the culture of everything and the politics and how important it was, and following. Um, Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson following Nixon. So I watched that and then like my thing is always I see something in one thing and I think, oh, I have to find out some more about something else. So I went I went off and I was thinking a lot about we talk a lot about comparing Trump to Nixon because of the scandal of Watergate and the outrage that came after it and, and there was a comeuppance from all that behaviour. However, I do think that Trump is more in the Reagan line because I've just been, I I had to remind myself, see what you think about this, James. I was just Mm. reminding myself, I watched a doco on the Reagans. It's also on Netflix, four-part series. Very, very good. And um, it because I do remember this at the time and I remember thinking all these things about Reagan at the time and, and, and occasionally I'd go, the dog whistling was so much more sophisticated, but he was pushing all the same buttons. And and he like Trump's copied him even in the sense of make America great again. That was a Reagan slogan, you know, like there were all those all those things. And it's just that again, he's too stupid to pull it off. But it, for God's sake, if <laughs> if competent people got in charge, America's cooked, you know, like it's not, it's I hope they fix these norms and things. This is what I'm hoping. This was one of the comments from those people who were talking about how he's an incompetent cooist. And and one of the main concerns from one of them was basically his, his bigger issue was the country still maintaining and supporting these ridiculous systems that, that allow for the next guy. And it's probably a guy, you know, exactly that, you know, yeah. sort of these archaic, anachronistic, pointless, marginalizing, disenfranchising systems he said he's far more concerned about that than Trump trying to commit or succeed in a coup. So that doesn't surprise me. I have to say quickly on PJ O'Rourke, mm. I've often thought about how conservatives don't do humour well, but PJ O'Rourke's one of the exceptions. The major, ex- well, yeah, him. He's there's fucking a, hilarious. He's one of the best, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen like, David. Conservative is shit. Oh, ma- massively. And also Dave, I've seen David Brooks um, speak in, in person and he was fantastic as well. Um yeah, but again, just just adding the intellect to this stuff makes a huge difference. Who'd have thought? Oh yeah, yeah, I admire you. You can totally remove all my rights and and you know put me in a box. But if you can quote poetry and say it cleverly, I don't take, think it was that simple, Rod. Now, can I bring up? Yes. Funny you bring up uh, CJ. You brought up a, a, a comparison to Nixon. There is uh-huh. the 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 two of them. Now I I learned today the two of them share an, uh, another uh, unique connection. And that Same Dick Pearson. Part of again, again. Sorry to bring it back to with the the, the Texas lawsuit that we'll mm-hmm. be hearing about over the next couple of days. Uh, in Trump's Trump, the, the Trump campaign has filed that also a friend of the uh, an amicus brief saying we support this case as well. And in their in in their uh, in their brief, they said that no one in history has ever uh, won Florida and Ohio and lost the presidency. 
as they put this in there. So that's what they put in the brief. Yeah, I read that. It, and it turns out actually it had been done before. Uh, Richard Nixon did Richard it in Nixon 1960 against John Kennedy. So <laughs> uh, again, just a simple Googleable fact that's easily to find. And you no, and you but that's to- 1960, James. That's too far back. By no one in history, <laughs> he meant 2016. And yes. <laughs> just there was imagine, no internet in, you know, in imagine the fact how could they that they found that. But you're like, hey, you know, we're going to send something to the Supreme Court. It should be maybe we should have the intern maybe fact check it. it just a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> and you know, anybody, or my twelve year old, like anybody. But, yeah. but, that goes back, but it goes back to though what this, that the fact that they they that these cases are actually so bad is that um, it, the the con. I think Rod, you talked about the con, the long con, the slow con. He's apparently yeah. since the election they've they've collected well over uh, two hundred million dollars in. Uh, in, do- in donations, often small dollar yeah. donations. Yeah, the grifting. Um, the big ones standing. and the big the big donors have moved on. They know it's it's mm-hmm. they don't you know they, the, the capitalists are smart. They don't throw good money after bad, but the small donors still throwing it in there. And yet they've only spent about ten million dollars on all this on all these things. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we're talking like less than five percent. I might pay his debts. Um, <laughs> that might be a, enough to stop the PP tapes being finally released by Russia. The, re- the release return on the PP part of that too, if, if if not actual, at least the implication. Oh, don't worry, he's coming back in twenty twenty four. I think a lot of the people are donating based on yeah. that misbelief. Or that could be, hope. which is which they won't even mind if he uses it because they're saying this could be the seed money for his next campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, and, I think there's a lot of that going on, and they probably wouldn't even mind. You're right. They set well, up a new um, account structure for this lot that they're collecting at the moment. It's going into a whole new pipeline so right. it doesn't have it's not affected by the uh, um election de- declarations that they have to make right. about finances in the small print of the in the donation request yeah and you have to that. go a long way into that website to find that for sure yeah you're um, <laughs> oh that's you why you're you, on leave <laughs> yeah that's, that's what i was doing that's what i've been doing on leave um the the interesting thing you were saying about the 1960s being like a, a long a long time ago and that someone who's been around for a long time, not the sixties, but that, but who has served, who will be serving seven presidents is um, Bob Dylan, Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Pardon, Anthony Fauci. What is that Will Fauci? Well, Fauci's going to rack up Fauci, another yeah. one, and he's seven hundred million yeah, years old. So he'll be seven. He'll be seven Was presidents. I, I guessed it right. Because, oh, damn, that's yeah. And and it was interesting because in the Reagan documentary I watched, there was an incredibly young Fauci talking about Reagan's inaction on AIDS at the time. You know, he wasn't incredibly it, young. He was 60 back then. It just that, That's how well-preserved he is. Yeah. He's 140 it, now. No, it was like baby, it was like seeing baby Yoda. Yeah. It, was, it was just oh, the same right. that's so as hard. seeing a little baby Yoda and then you see Fauci now and you just go, oh, my God, you've always been the same. You're amazing. That's so cute. Now, what tell if you realise? Tell, tell the truth. Would you have cut off a slice of that Fauci burger and, you know, taken it home? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be first on my list. <laughs> you know, so there are there are public servants in Australia who have served you. seven prime ministers who are like thirty two or thirty. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, but nice. yeah, that, that was in twelve months. That's <laughs> no big deal. This is a bit different. Hey, we've got a so, little bit. So more that would be quite here. interesting. Biden is actually announcing um, a team. He's bringing it out. He's making pronouncements. He's being. Do we have defence secretary today? I, I think I saw. Mm-hmm. Yes. Proposed defence secretary. Interesting. He's interesting for a number of reasons. One in, mm. one reason he's interesting is that usually um, his retired Army General Lloyd J. Austin III, usually they have to be out of the armed forces for seven years before they head up a civilian organisation. This guy's only been out for four, so they think that might be a bit of an issue. But, but these, but this includes twenty twenty. And 2020 should easily count, count for it should easily it's count four for four years, years yeah, or so. It's four years That's four years plus the four years before. Oh, we've solved it. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And also, uh, but it's interesting because the Biden team have got out in front of it because they've done uh, published an, uh, an op-ed's been published in the Atlantic about why this guy is the right person to lead at this time. But how so far they know Mattis, going to be Mattis was only close to that. Trump already broke that. Mattis was close. Yeah. It's not a broke. It, it, you request. 
don't you? Yeah, no, you, yeah, you just need a waiver. You just you would need, but you need Congress to approve the waiver. A note uh, from your mum. You can you can get a note from your mum, and <laughs> and that'll be right. So my dentist, my dentist yeah, said yeah. it's okay if I like. I often, I often at school, I'd say, "Mum, can you write me a note so that my defence secretary is not someone that has um, <laughs> served in the military uh, more recently than seven years?" And mum would do it. Like mum was good for that. I don't know. Some mums are different. Some. Uh, oh, she's your mum. Your mum. Different positions. Oh, your mum's lovely. Yeah, do it. She would have written me one. Yeah, exactly. She'll do it for anyone. So you know. There you go, Joe Biden. My mum will hook you up. <laughs> Did you, didn't you practice like faking signatures and having carbon paper? And yeah, the trick is you write it with your left hand. Um, but I'll just just show you my notepad right now. Don't write anything with your left hand because yeah, geez. Will, you're not like Will's. Will's obviously in a huge cast because of injuries that we've discussed previously. I, I am nothing podcast. but cast. The left hand side are, of my yeah, body you're mostly is cast. cast I, I'm like I'm like some sort of scene in Catch Twenty Two yeah. where where someone's got to pee out of a mouth hole in a cast sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like plaster man rather yeah. than Iron Man, and it's, <laughs> but you are not ambidextrous. No, no, I am not. Yet. I am not. I I am a Yet. long way no, from no. ambidextrous. No, brain plasticity is at its best in your forties and. That's what they say. That's that. what they say. That's what, well. We'll see. That'd be great. We'll see how they go. Um, Do you think? That so the other thing, though, General Lloyd okay. J. Austin III is also a gentleman who is not white. What? Mm. Yes, he would be the first uh, African American def- uh, Secretary of Defense. That's what I was saying. I just put it differently. And and I also though come on with a name like Lloyd J. Austin the Third. You imagine he came straight from the South, sipping his juleps from his plantation. Like it's such a. It's a great it's, one. It's, a, it's not it's as good as Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions, but no, nothing it's getting is. there. Yeah, so he's recent. He's he's a gentleman of color, and um, that's unusual. Well, not for this for administration. It's a very uh, interesting demographic of the of it, it, oh, it his looks, cabinet. It, it, but it looks like, like America. It looks yeah. like America. Yeah, it looks like no, America. no, it doesn't. What a, what it doesn't. A con- what a concept. No, it looks like a, a thin version of America that is is competent, and that's the that's the thing. Trump just included diversity to the incompetent bits of America, and and you've got to admit, James, not picking on yeah, your country. True. I think most countries yeah. would have to say solid chunk of the country is incompetent. Let's get some incompetent people in government okay, and see how enough. they go. And, and they that's de- all. They Trump deserve was representation that, too. That, that's yeah, it. And and inclusion in the center of government. And um, do you do you remember the reason Pauline Hanson keeps going oh, no doubt. do you remember all those photos that how many photos were there on the, with the big conference tables and all the people around there discussing it and the white house would release this stuff and it would be nothing but white men oh, I know. And there, oh. there were photos with 30 35 people and maybe behind the the people at the desk like the staff behind it, you might get a few with little diversity in the in the seats behind like the staff with the notepads yeah. and doing some stuff maybe but it was always this symbol of white male power it he they when they pushed that so freaking hard. The oh, one God. that got me the most was the one where there were 35 middle-aged white men sitting around talking about women's issues. Yeah. Like, That's what we do. And they released a photo <laughs> about it. And I was yeah. just like. They, they probably should have updated feminism. They probably could have had a good position on what feminism should uh, be. I think that's. Sh- should be. I yeah. should have been paying more it's attention. It's true. What is lacking in feminism is the male perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. This is true. Um, do you think that, that um, Biden will appoint. Okay, here's a blast from the past. Merrick Garland as like Attorney General. Merrick. Oh, right. I don't know. Honda. I mean, I, I, I mean, you need to be, uh, you know, an administrator, you know, bureaucrat yeah. as well. And he's like a I, judge, so I don't know if he's. Yeah, so I think judges don't do it. They don't. The Attorney General's Department is huge. But how good would it be? How how big a up you, Mitch? Where's yeah, Holder? See, I, I, what, happened to, what happened to Eric? Could he be a guy? Eric Holder. Yeah, what happened to him? Where's he gone? He's disappeared. He, he's gone into um, he's gone into reform. He's working at the local governments, trying to get uh, um, district attorneys and uh, you know reforming uh, people at the at the uh, state, county, and city level. He's really gone quite far with that, and he's so lazy. He's, hey, he's speaking of work. <laughs> speaking of attorneys general, uh, one of you mentioned Bill Barr before. Ah, uh, Bill might quit before. Yeah, yeah, oh. I have no idea, Bill. Yeah, funny, it got so bad. Like, he, I think he, I think Bill Barr figured out. You know what? This this election is not within the margin of cheating, and I'm <laughs> I'm checking out. And he figured there. Uh, even I, even as an old warhorse asshole like me, I can't find enough string, bureaucratic strings to pull to make this happen. I'm out. 
Yeah, um, do love, and, and he'll, you've got a deadline he'll get a anyway. full-time like, job gonna, as a Fred be... Flintstone impersonator anyway. I, I, thought, I thought it was no, more he's of going Groundhog back to his Day two guy. dads. He's going back to Steve Bannon and John Goodman and they'll, they'll, they'll re- <laughs> take him into their host. Seriously, I would watch a John Goodman, Steve Bannon uh, buddy comedy though. Bloody, uh, I thought it would. As long as Bill Barr's their kid, that's the only reason I'd watch it. <laughs> Look, and, you know, speaking of speaking of Steve Bannon, we really are seeing um, much of the, the strategy that he described, which is he, he described it as, Flooding the zone with shit, and yep, that you did. just, you yeah. just, you just put so much uh, doubt and uncertainty and nonsense out into the discourse that no, uh, no one's really sure, no one's going to do, it. and that that's what all these cases. I think they got to know the, the most of these people know these cases are going nowhere, uh, that they're, that Trump isn't going to serve another four years, that that Biden is going to be nominated or inaugurated on, on January twentieth, but you flood with an, the zone with enough shit to just have have it undermined have people they now they've got a story to tell well biden's not the real president therefore we don't have to support any initiatives mm-hmm. he has or any personalities appointed or any policies that he's changed it's like you're just making just nonsense you, by the way you're not this is what's just so maddening you're not contributing in any way to the public discourse you're just fucking it up and it it, it, it reminds me the, of from steve a bannon's from family a motto yeah and, and it just it reminds me a bit just of just fuck of, it up you know, Karl Popper, you know, coined the term uh, the, oh. you know, the, mid, the mid 20th century science guy, whatever. He coined the term the, that the paradox of tolerance said that that a society can be so tolerant that it actually leads to its own collapse and that you become so tolerant of all speech, including intolerant speech, mm-hmm. including violent speech, that you allow people to use your tolerance to undermine the very system. And that wasn't you know, Popper. That was John Voigt. <laughs> John Boyd is he close enough? Boy, has he covered himself in glory these, oh, these last God. few years? The only thing he's um, ever done properly. You know, it, it kind of reminds me a bit of. I think a terrific example of this is 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 modern day Germany, which has you know, terrific you know, very very vigorous uh, civil rights protections and, and laws about freedom of speech and, and the freedom of assembly and all that. But except man, Nazis, exactly, man. They have got tons of laws about Nazi symbols and phrases and shit. And they just go, look, we know in living memory what happens with this stuff. So we are making, we're putting a huge example, making a, a separate thing about this. This We're putting this into the realm of yelling uh, fire, fire in a, crowded in a theater. cinema. Yeah. yeah. So we're regarded as a threat to the public well-being. And is maybe it's possible now with, you know, we, we've never had costless, frictionless spread of propaganda. We never had... Propaganda used to cost, take money and effort, and you had to uh, you yeah, needed yeah, yeah. printing, printing presses, and radio yeah. and broadcast, radio, radio and television to towers. Radio stations yeah, and things. Now you have zero cost. It's frictionless. It's instantaneous, and it's uh, could be worldwide. And the spreading of this stuff, you, these new tools, we may need to reconsider uh, that impact on the, the paradox of tolerance. I, I there's. We we have not got our heads around what we what what the the dangers of costless frictionless propaganda spreading. Well, it's, but that that happens of like new technology always presents that mm. it's just that everything happens so quickly now. Yeah, yeah. And we like balancing that with what we were talking about earlier of the mediocrity of people who are in power and make to to make decisions to actually mm. manage that kind of thing. It's a terrible combination. It's just yes. It's a horrible combination of things. It's true. I'm still worried about the fax machine and look how much further we've gone. This is very disturbing. I spread a lot of false information by the fax machine, though. Like, that's, no that's my number. But I need yeah. one no other machine. I, I am, uh, you know, Q has a little brother. He's called P and he's a fax machine guy. Like, it's all it's all through the fax. It's all through the fax. That's what we're doing there. Yeah, hipster propaganda. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's how we did God, it in the I used old to have day. a fax machine at home. Can you believe <laughs> that? Are you serious? You remember those squeals and the sounds? Boy, that's something that young people would have known. <laughs> You're, fired. Even, well, the, You're fired. Even the old modem, the modem sound. Oh, I love that. Well, that was when you look at someone's... Make a um, cup of tea. You look at someone's business card and you dial a fax number by mistake and you're like, ah, oh, fuck my ear again. Hey, speak, <laughs> speaking of Q, I did like... First an so, eardrum. So yesterday, a day, uh, one day ago, um, Q has returned after oh. 25 days of silence. And that, right. it's such an interesting so thing. So James Woods is back. Uh, well, indeed, yeah. Oh, damn, is I it, missed this. I've got a, 
I've got to set up another feed. <laughs> what did he, I didn't you really don't. hear this. What did what what you have Literally, to say? the 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 like Q Q posts are always Nostradamus like um you know oh, God, se- yeah. semi gibberish sort of thing. But it's like twenty five days of silence. You'd think okay, you got to corral the troops or something like that. Is this gone yeah. gone to ground? And it's it's literally it's just a, a YouTube video. Like it's a link to a YouTube video. It's a mashup of um of uh, Trump doing um, uh, various speeches with uh, the soundtrack, we're not going to take it. Like, it's just... Oh, wow. It's like, really? That's it. That's it. It's it's just a So course. they've gone so far as to release the Twisted Sister. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is big. Unleash this the Twisted Sister. But it's not yeah. like, it's not like oh, finally we're going <laughs> to catch the uber sister. pedophile in the middle of the government, um, the Voldemort of pedophiles. No, it's just... it's just. <laughs> we're going to play a song that on, was on so Countdown. It's D. Yeah. Schneider. D. Schneider is Q. Is that it? Is that what you're telling me? Holy shit. Him and one of the Beastie Boys, but we're not telling you which one. <laughs> one of the ones that's not dead? Yeah. No, no it is one sure. of the ones who's dead. Oh, that'd be so good. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Mind blown. Go on, Will. No, I was going to pivot and say. Um, no, no, I was just going to say, can we talk about something that is happening that is not, I don't think is a good thing? Yeah, no, I was going to do that. Yeah. A Hunter Biden. Oh, no, I wasn't going to do that. Where were you going? Well, no, was, go with well, yours. Was, well, my, the thing I was, I was looking for a moment when we were talking about Hunter F. Thompson before, and I was like, speaking of hunters, and, and the moment didn't happen. So now I'm just oh, going right. speaking of hunters, as we did 10 no, minutes what, ago. No, what would you like to discuss? No, I was going to turn to coronavirus. Um, uh, let's go, let's go, Hunter. What, what's that? Well, I was just going to say, um, Hunter Biden is now being, uh, has come out and said that he's tax. quote, tax affairs are being investigated by the Delaware uh, state attorney. And you'd have to think that that's got Trump's fingers all over it. I mean, I didn't it wasn't the feds. It wasn't the IRS. It was a state. You know, that's what I said, the state attorney. Yeah, yeah, Delaware. And and the Delaware state attorney is is the one um, doing it. And so that's, that's kind of interesting, but it does... It, it does remind you that the, the tentacles of corrupt, oh, well, not so much corruption, but the, not corruption, but if someone in the high offices of the people that we've been talking about decide that you are persona non grata, the, the tools that they have at their disposal to make your life a bloody misery are enormous and it will be quite interesting. Look, I'm not saying that, that hunters are shiny person or whatever but it, it is a bit weird that this is the time that they've decided to do it oh but hang on so i didn't realize it was delaware so i mean are you are you implying that you think trump is behind that i just think that it it just seems like a fun like the timing just oh. seems a bit weird i oh. would have i would have even waited like even if even if there's a legit case i would have gone i'm not going to get messed up in all this stuff i'm going to wait until you know the, the, oh, if well, he's done something wrong and it's got to be in the past and it will yeah. still be in the past in three or four months time i'd wait and then do it you know like oh. well i okay i i didn't realize it was state level that's interesting to me i think there should be some independence of that I, it would be look biden the the biden's you know have a huge influence within delaware in fact uh the delaware attorney general a couple cycles ago was hunter biden's brother mm. bo biden was the attorney general of of uh Delaware uh, when, when he got sick. So I'd be very much surprised if it had his fingerprints on it. And if anything, it's likely that they probably maybe discovered some stuff during the campaign and they probably had the policy. Don't bring up anything during you know, the campaign within six months of the campaign. Most uh, justice departments figure, because remember this, all this is, is an announcement that they are investigating it. The investigation might turn out to be, okay, we looked into it and we didn't find anything. Well, or, that's what the yeah. Comey example was, wasn't so, it? With, yeah, but it should have been. Yes, correct. And so I would think just it's waiting, at least it's, it's what, three weeks, four weeks now after the election. So I, I you know, it, and in fact that the Bidens had got out in front of it makes them think that they've been notified, which is, hey, we're going to be saying something soon. Yeah. And so they got out in front of it. It's interesting that um, Trump's last um, most recent tweet was, uh, quote, 10% of voters would have changed their vote if they knew about Hunter Biden. And that is a quote from a Miranda Devine article. She's doing very well. Like, she is. Yeah, like She's doing chief fluffer. I think she, she might have moved yeah. over there a bit late, though. Like I think oh, she's, she's, she's definitely her left. Like it. I, think yeah. she's, I think she's leaving her run for the new, she wants Trump broadcast. She wants to be the yeah, okay. chief person in that because the people, it's quite interesting because yeah. the people that um, Trump put into that tweet were the New York Post, which is what she was writing for. So that makes sense. But also Tucker Carlson. And then he writes underneath that tweet, but I won anyway. 
Um, so yeah, I want to keep you know. I want to know the number ten. Why ten percent? Why not make 10, it? 30? Well, I just said like who, no, who's run well a survey known. on well that known. in the it's last just a made up, thirteen yeah, you hours. Notice, if you notice, there's no uh, link or no reference. No, to no, 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 no. It's one of the iron laws of, of political science. Uh, is if there it, is a corrupt look, son, is there something? I would hope if when Miranda needs. I don't know when Miranda's planning on coming back to Australia, but I even if there was a Labor government, I don't think she's left. I think she's just riding for them. Oh no, she was in New York. No, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe I'm wrong. Stay there. I may be wrong. That's what I wonder. She tried to come back and wonder, could we say, look, you have been a known sp- a spreader of spreader. disinformation. You oh, are well, just Corona. You are not welcome. You are not welcome back. I mean, can we do a. Uh, uh, well, Andrew Bolt's left Melbourne. So like anything could be possible. <laughs> and gone to the hippiest place in Victoria, supposedly. So yeah, I feel bad <laughs> for the people of Mornington because they make the, actually the beer I'm drinking right now is from the Mornington Peninsula and it's freaking delicious. What I is don't it? want it tainted with Bolt stink. Yeah. What, what kind of beer is it? It's a Mornington Brown Ale, and it's freaking fabulous. Mm. I was going to say I've, um, we've got a, an, an an aunt in the family who lives over that way, and he wouldn't want to run into her down the shops. I can assure him that would be an ugly tools, situation. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to go. Uh, so um, we all know coronavirus has uh, kind of got to utterly uncontrolled spread uh, throughout uh, throughout America. Um, one of the tweets that I saw yesterday, and it's. Um, been going around the deadliest days in American history. Number oh. one, the Galveston hurricane, 8,000 people. Uh, number two, um, both Antietam, James, yep. and Antietam, because no one ever told me how to say <laughs> but that. But also, those, the timing of those two, like it's so Galveston, Galveston's the 30s or 40s, um, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah so that sounds about right. Antietam yeah. during the Civil War. Uh, yep. Thank you. That's um, what I was pinging for. Yeah, thank you. That was that was three thousand six hundred. Third, nine eleven. Now that's actually been passed um, because the next yeah, four, today. the next four in this tweet were last Thursday, two thousand eight hundred. Uh, then last Wednesday, then last Tuesday, then last Friday, then Pearl Harbor. The order has been changed, and now the third deadliest day um, in American history is is now. Um, what yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. yesterday. Seven, seven of the top ten are uh, COVID days. Three thousand. So all I'm hearing is it's true. They are people. winning. They are definitely winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. So I'm I had to look truth. it up. And nine eleven was um, two thousand nine hundred and seventy-seven. No, it was, it was uh, um, the eleventh uh, of September. <laughs> Thank you. She's shit with dates, so she can't use it. But it's an easy one to remember. Like you don't, uh, you don't have to work very but, hard. Also. No, it was ten eleven here. Oh, well, well, yeah. No, it was but, around but, the other way. It wasn't I don't it? think America. Twelve nine. I don't think America memorialised the day that America that Australia woke up to the news. <laughs> By the way, can I can I make an I appointment? Was you know, awake. Do, you know, do you know that Trumpists now are trying? They're trying to make a eleven three be a phrase like a, a short phrase that says this is the day that the election was stolen. Oh, back America, off, America Jack ended. Oh, so fuck off. Yeah, they, <laughs> just I'm, hey, I am not advocating it. I am really passing. No, on. no, no. This I'm sorry. Was, that wasn't a comment to you. That was just sorry. I mean, like really. Eleven three. You sure you don't mean three eleven? No, it would be eleven three. American speak. American speak. They do oh, month first. They do it. They twist it around. September Remember, 11, they yeah. do all these twisty turns. That's like they say splashback. They say backsplash instead of splashback. It makes no get sense. Get behind instead of. <laughs> it's not a boy no, toy. Get, it's a toy boy. Everyone yield knows instead that. of give get, way. What the hell? Get him back. Oh. Get him back of me. I'm Robin of Luxley. Get him back of me. It's like <laughs> I could be bothered. I couldn't be bothered. What the hell? Get behind me is like in like oh my god that movie. Anyway, <laughs> have uh, we had the Thanksgiving spike yet though? Oh, this is, this is what I'm it. thinking is uh, I don't think we've actually had the thing. Well, well, the, the, the wave mm. the, the wave is definitely pointing in that direction. Listener, my hand is in an upward angle. Yeah, it uh, is. I, well, I, his good is, hand. This is yeah, this is not the this only is an, hand he's got. But this is an shaking. epidemiological hand. This is this is qualified by the epidemiology. Only got to show control of. <laughs> out of the cast. Uh look, it, it is not looking in a good direction. And Jesus Christ, I don't know, James, but Jesus, I was pressing our, our theme song way yeah, too wow, early. Yeah, wow, that was a quick throw. Yeah. Wow. And that was a bit gone. abrupt. It was no. like, okay, James, fuck boom, you we're and done. all the fish. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what you have to say, James, we're done. No, I was going to say uh, <laughs> that as, a, as, as an Australian, I can't imagine going to America almost ever again. I, no, I, I, I look at that oh, and I wow. go, is right? there no. is there a scenario in the future? I just I just feel like we'll go to we'll go to Japan and Vietnam and, and New Zealand and I just can't see my it's gonna be a long time before Chad, Uzbekistan. Indeed. Uh, you know. <laughs> anywhere else. Anywhere that Herman Cain named weirdly. Like 
I, I just rest feel in peace. It's yeah, rest in peace, you weird guy. You, um, My little COVID. But just just such a long time before it, it feels clean to me, and I need I need a country to feel clean. So. I'm so glad I went to New York when I went to New York. It was, look, there were a couple of great things about it. And uh, one of them was that the Australian dollar was a dollar ten. Jesus. Oh, yes. You'd be like Donald Trump walking around with, with those big Australian bucks. And, but do you guys remember? I was trying to take a photo of Trump Tower um, and I found that big display in Macy's of all the Trump socks and shirts. And I was going, oh, look at this. You know, this is hysterical. Da 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 da. Oh, God, because that was when I was doing Trump Watch on Twitter. I feel partially responsible for all this. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, no, you did. But it that was you. two. It you. That, it's been traced back uh, to the source. 2013. Ah, well, that's when we went to America. I would I would like to go back there. I've been to America a few times and I've really liked literally every visit, even Trump election night. But um, You've got the best story of being actually in Washington on Trump election night. Yeah, but it, it was disappointing to see um, what I hope – wasn't the beginning of the end because America's cool. Like the thing is America's got so many cool things. I'm sick of these people bending it over and buggering it without their permission. Like it's just disappointing. James, you probably have no feelings about this. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've kept conspicuously quiet. It's been, uh, Oh, sorry, James. It's been hard. Oh, no, 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 no. I need to apologize. But yeah, no, it has been. In fact, I, I was actually relieved this year that I, uh, that I, that I had, um, you know, ended my ended my professional relationship with University of Melbourne, so that I um, wasn't asked regularly to be on uh, to do interviews on ABC and Sky and whatnot. And because I, I was I, this year, I would have found it impossible to to remain yeah. uh, dispassionate and sort of keep an academic distance mm-hmm. and to be able to because you know I can't be going on there and cursing and stuff like I do on here and uh, You'd go viral, and I, and- go viral. I would have been, yeah, I could have, <laughs> I could have made viral. one last blowout. That's exactly, because uh, I was on live. Full on uh, sob. Why could like, we think of the podcast? We could just be, imagine. We'd be millionaires. Maybe uh, like Uni, Mel- Uni Melbourne, that academic breaks down on live TV, sobbing. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I could have I run really, in behind uh, and, 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 and pulled at your, your coattails like that guy on the BBC. Big old nose blow. <laughs> <laughs> and then fart at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I actually... Uh, can I say that there were, I feel I, someone mentioned a few weeks ago that they've noticed a, you know, a lightness in our, in, a, in, in, in yes. the tone and how we are. And can I, I just think say it was overall, there was, yeah, there was a, sh- a shadow had just been hanging over me for some time that was just this low grade, just like, like living in shitty weather all the time and uh, just dreariness. And it was just, it just didn't That's leave. Melbourne. That's Melbourne. Like you moved to Queensland yeah, again, yeah. I, uh, but, I, but I'm living in sunny Queensland, so it was. You were very... in Melbourne for a while, like that's what fixed it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, I to have that lifted again, I was and I was initially disappointed in that. I, I believe the Republican Party deserved an absolute bullocking. Uh, we and I would have loved to have seen it uh, torn apart the way the Whigs were in the 1850s. That's, oh, that's I know, what, right? What, did, what a good trashing right. that was. That's what they deserved. And oh, and the, these two get together. And 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 I, James, James, did you just say I'd like to see the GOP get a jolly good bull winking? That's, <laughs> yes, what, the, that's what the Whigs got. They got a bull winking. We got bull winked. <laughs> and I just, uh, damn, I, but, but nonetheless, I, you know, in fact, in fact, I'm going to, uh, Will, you brought it up. I, I guess I, I compared it to we were, we were hoping for a Gettysburg-like defeat. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Gettysburg-like victory, we ended up with an Antietam-like victory, uh, which is um, we absolutely stopped the we stopped the advance, but we suffered huge casualties, and the war was going to grind on for some more time. But it turned the tide, and Antietam was enough of a victory that uh, Lincoln released the Emancipation Proclamation, which then put slavery on the agenda. You know, put it as central in the war, uh, uh, fighting for it, and gave the war a higher purpose, and that. So we had an Antietam. This victory was Antietam. It wasn't Gettysburg. But but, but give, uh, give me a give me a full stop there, James, so I can hit the button. What, what that? Well, the, this the, button. The, the train whistle button. I just, I just oh. train whistle button. I'd have just filibuster right over it. <laughs> yeah, I know, you need to build up, build up. We to, have faith this in is you, our James. Goddamn we know Antietam. You can do that. There you go. <laughs> Look, so, wait. One day I want to watch the Ken Burns documentary with Will. It's and not one Jane. day, Siege. It's impossible. Like, in, unless, I know it's impossible in one day. Unless you but chip my like one day, My dream is to sit and watch this. I've, I've watched it. Like, I've, well, I've watched some of it. I've fallen asleep in bits. But I would actually like to like go pause and stop and go. 
okay, what does that really mean? Where was where does that fit into this? You know, where was that in Gone with the Wind? Well, there you, know? there you go. There you go. There's, a, there's, an, there's another podcast from G'day Studios that maybe James can walk us slowly watch. through the Ken Burns documentary. Everyone can Watching watch Watching the it. Ken Burns documentary with yeah. Auditory yeah. by oh, James right. Gale yeah. and CJ Josh asking Explain, inane questions yeah, in explaining the explaining it for Australian well, listeners. Know, and I would, you know what, CJ, thank you for volunteering to do that because if I think if I ever try to do it with my own wife, it would lead to my divorce. I would oh, stop. No doubt. Oh, God, no. So we, can't, we can't put our relationship You would that, be shocked at how, how many American divorces are based on podcasts about the Civil War. Like, it's, it's solidly 30%. <laughs> endless, 30 endless numbers. numbers. It's probably what will bring the Trumps undone. <laughs> uh, Melania is just waiting for Donald to do one, and then she's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Thing what is, is the patience for a podcast? Yeah, not at all. Look, you lot, do you have anything final you need to say? Because I'm going to pre- press the, I, the banjos well, for I, I, well, All I right, do. You do. Can I do okay. the sincere thing? Would you like me to do the sincere thank you? No, no save, save the sincere thank you. I think okay. James, James had a little fluffy okay. bit. I, next. I, just a couple of quick things. You are going to hear the names uh, over the next 48 hours. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas. I just want to add in for five years, he has been under investigation for securities fraud. And in the and in the last few months, eight members of his own staff uh, filed whistleblower complaints, complaints oh. against him that he was, he was awesome. helping out. He was personally helping a real estate developer on a number of of, uh, legal and political issues. This is the guy leading the charge for uh, to the Supreme Court to overturn the election. I just think it's I just think it just adds it's just delicious detail that that that, of course, it's it's an absolute creep of of an attorney general, not some squeaky clean uh, 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 crime fighter. I just I I love those. I love those details. Well, well done, writers. Can I go? Can Siege, I yes. Apparently, um, Donald Trump, apparently they're doing up Mar-a-Lago at the moment, but oh. there is a lot of um, complicated leasing arrangements around it because it was originally supposed to be the White House of the South and things like this. And there's a lot of um, caveats around the leasing agreement. Oh. But um, so that will also be something quite interesting to see what Trump does with it because of all this money he's raising and doing up the premises and commercial things and all that kind of oh. stuff. I don't have a I don't have a cohesion theory on it yet, but there's something gonna happen there, I feel. Oh. In my waters. Actually nice. in my yeah. left knee, which is giving I'm, me a bit of juice. Okay. I'm gonna keep watching that. That's all right, Siege. You said you wanted Not to do me. I, I gotta say every every time I hear you, you talk about the old stuff, whenever I hear the phrase emancipation proclamation, all I think of is an ancient Eddie Murphy skit on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh my God, no. Where so he good. gets up and he says, I, I'm holding in my hands, he's doing like a talk to camera, like a news show. And he says, I'm holding in my hand the original Emancipation Do- uh, Declaration. Crowd go wide and he goes, yeah, stop laughing. It appears Abraham Lincoln forgot to sign it. <laughs> 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 and this whole bit rolls on. So basically we're all still slaves. <laughs> he goes on this whole rant. Can <laughs> I encourage you, dear listener, over the Christmas break? Go and look it on YouTube. on YouTube. You'll laugh it's yourself. so good. Yeah. And also look at his his um, his piece on Mr. Rogers in the neighbourhood when oh, he does brilliant. the guy. Absolute genius. Uh, genius. Heartbreaking ge- comic genius. But I, I cannot hear Emancipation Proclamation without, no, the, without thinking of that. got to sign it. Now I won't. And the implications of that is just gold. What are you going to be looking out for, William? I'm not looking out for anything. I'm going to the beach. As soon as I can, I can put my waterproof <laughs> cast in the water. I don't look for anything. I don't look can for... you put your cast in water? I'm getting, can you like actually? I, I'm getting a waterproof that, cast but... tomorrow. Yes, so I can put it in the oh, toilet. Like if I drop my phone so in the toilet, I can, I can get, it, get it out with either hand. So it's gonna be nice. Sage, go sincere. Sage, go sincere. Do you want me to go sincere now? Yeah, go sincere now. Oh, okay. Lean into um, the microphone, Sajamas. Uh, I'll lean into the microphone now. Um, I just wanted to say thank you very much to our very devoted listeners. And Both of you. Thank you very much for listening to us when we had been off the airwaves for a year and then just decided to drop mental back in break. and do it. In, pardon? A mental health break. A mental seriously was a mental health break, mm-hmm. um, and we we just decided to pop back up and 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 not do it under the same pressures that we were doing under before. Give ourselves a bit of freedom, a little bit of latitude to play around a bit and be a bit looser with it. And you guys seem to have still stuck with us, so thank you very very much for that. I'd also like to thank the wonderful people who retweet 
our tweets and um, give us feedback, send us questions, point out articles and do all those wonderful things because it is actually very gratifying. I mean, we, we are having a lovely time because we're just four mates sitting around yakking about something that we record. Um, but it's very nice to think that other people find that interesting and want to interact with it. So we would like to thank you most sincerely. Respect. Well said. I and feel uh, the bank same. account details will be attached. <laughs> to the end of the yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, listener. Thank you so much for listening thank this you. year. We probably won't be back uh, in 2020. No, not this year. No. Uh, but um, unless something major happens, unless in which the, case, uh, unless the auto golpe goes muy mucho gracias. We'll do, we'll do something on. 2021. Enjoy your break. Live long, prosper. I've been Will Grant. She's been CJ Josh. He's been James Cahill. He's been Rod Lamberts. You can say your own names. Bye.